Hello and welcome to another episode of Battle of Ballers. This is our cricket special episode. So international cricket is back. England's playing South Africa, New Zealand, West Indies, and of course India is traveling down under. So the other two are playing T20. England, South Africa, New Zealand, West Indies are playing. Have started off with T20s. So that'll be a quick review, and then yeah. we'll head off to our ODI review of uh, Australia, India. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think. Uh... The England uh, series, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a, a hard-fought one because uh, South Africa, I think, is uh, looking to you know make amends for whatever um, policies they had, especially in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. pretty sure they're looking to um, correct those errors. And uh, mm-hmm. let's not forget, I mean, uh, some of their T20 players are in raging hot form right now, courtesy the IPL, especially the bowling and the opening bat- batting at least. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see England falling upside uh, very easily because they are also too good a side right now to actually, you know, be washovers like how they used to be at at one point of time, but Mm -hmm. no longer. They are also a force to be reckoned with. Forward to it, actually. Um, The second T20 is currently, uh, it's kind of evenly poised, I would say. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anything can happen. I think Nokia is playing uh, today. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, England feels like it's slowly turning into a team that just knows to win. I mean, the other day also, in the first T20, they were, I think, four or five wickets down. But Johnny Besto played a remarkable, like, I think he was 87, not out. And yeah. finished yeah. the game for them. I don't know, England just keeps finding these match winners on the day, which is good for them. Uh, not so much for the opposition. So it's like if Besto doesn't get you, Butler will. If Butler doesn't, Stokes will. And if no one does, then Morgan will definitely get you. So, <laughs> yeah, be- Morgan all the way. yeah, so it's become a champion team. And um, yeah, I, I do want... Uh, but you're right, the contest is very close because South Africa looks like a very strong unit, at least uh, here. And uh, they've got a good spinner as well. Uh, Linde, he's been bowling well, I don't know. Uh, left arm spinner so interesting to see yeah overall I think close contest much closer than what New Zealand and uh, West Indies have been playing I mean did you see this that's actually a shocker I mean I'm actually shocked yeah like West Indies they have such good stars I mean individually but uh, never I mean it's not it's unfair to say never but I think they're having a major issue right now West Indies the issue is that they're not able to control their players they are not able to, not mm. only control, I would say they are not able to create an environment which is conducive to all the best players. Because otherwise, when you mm. have an Andre Russell fit, and is like, like literally he's breathing fire right now in the Lankan Premier League, he should be in the West Indies team right now. Oh, is he playing the Lankan Premier League? Okay. Yes, and he scored, I think, 60 of 19 balls uh, in one of the matches. Okay. So, how are they playing the leagues and not playing for the country? I mean, how does that work? That's, that's exactly the point. I mean, uh, you, would, you would expect them to play the uh, national uh, teams first. But, uh, well, it's going the other way. That's what it looks like, at least. But, yeah, I mean, uh, that is another thing. And I thought and Sulin Laren, I think he hasn't played for uh, West Indies for a long time, if I recall correctly. So, yeah, it feels like... Uh, it's a weird one. I mean, they play other leagues, but not for the country. 
I don't think too many countries are doing that. I think no other country is doing that. But New Zealand, I know the grounds are small, but they scored, I think, 238 or 240 today. <laughs> West Indies were uh, nowhere close. See, New Zealand, it's it's actually very simple. It's pure, um, pure hard work. That is one. Uh, mm-hmm. All of the players, they have an excellent work ethic. And uh, not not to mention, uh, they are really, uh, you know, professional. And uh, I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's got nothing to do with the actual performance on the field. They're actually very uh, gentlemen. I mean, honestly speaking, I have not seen any New Zealand player actually, uh, you know, being called out as a bad boy on the field. And uh, that, in a way, it kind of rubs off correctly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the performances as well. And honestly yeah. speaking... New Zealand is probably one team that I wouldn't mind India losing to any point of time because I think as Indians, I think the the team that we would all like to, you know, support and play for would be New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're right. In any tournament when India is out of the tournament, I automatically next go to tournament New would, Next team would be... Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and to be honest, uh, right now a fair uh, close one would be England as well because... Um, yeah. They are not exactly the as as uh, I mean temperamentally as sound as England, as New Zealand, but they're a professional lot. Yeah, you have to give that to them definitely. They have worked on a plan. They have, it, it's been visible for four or five years, and they are now reaping the benefits of it. And yes. uh, I think big credit to the captain, the backroom staff, and whoever is there uh, setting up this uh, you know like the environment for England. Um, but yeah, New Zealand, I mean, the World Cup uh, final, no one needs a reminding that how, like, uh, sad most make of it, us. Let's not make it any more cruel for any uh, anyone <laughs> who's sitting in New Zealand and listening to us. I yes. know that nobody would want to get reminded of that. That's a very painful one. Absolutely. And not to forget two tournaments in a row, by the way. Yes, yeah, yeah. Two, two uh, World Cups in a row. Um that is not easy and especially the last one wasn't easy at all last one was definitely hard to digest i don't it's a hard one uh okay at least, uh, uh, yeah. at least uh, in the 2015 one it was kind of a you know one sided show it was yes uh, yes definitely Mitchell Stark kind of blew them apart yeah 2015 was they batted first they didn't get runs on the board and you know they were beaten they were well and truly beaten well, but, yes. Yeah, but the 2019, we all know what happened. But uh, yes, absolutely. yeah, uh, yeah, it looks like they're uh, doing well uh, right now. And uh, I, I also have a soft corner for West Indies as well. It's not like um, the, absolutely. Like I do have want at them to do the well. At least for the T20 World Cup. At least, at least for the T20s, West Indies is definitely one of my favorite teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, I like the have, style of have. their I mean, play. I don't deny West Indies has quite a few players who are high on attitude, high on ego and all of that. Yeah. They show mm-hmm. it. I mm-hmm. mean, I think nobody will forget Marlon Samuel's uh, infamous press conference after the uh, 2015 <laughs> World Cup victory. Um, yeah, when uh, Brathwaite took them to the brink. Mm-hmm. To the title, actually. But anyways, um, it's looking like a very uh, surprising uh, West Indies team right now. It's not something that we expected. Yeah. Uh, and probably yeah, for the course. World Cup, you'll see these players come back maybe and they will look a better unit. Yeah, I think I think, I think so. For yeah. the World Cup, I think they will definitely come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will make a difference. 
Yeah, definitely. Because, see, if you recall the last time India hosted the World Cup, the team that they had, oh my God, what a team that was. Yeah. They had, I think, uh, Chris Gale and Dwayne Smith opening. And then you had uh, Kyron Pollard, Andre Russell, Russell. Mal- uh, Lendl Simmons, uh, Marlon Samuels, Carlos Brathwaite, uh, Fidel Edwards. Oh, what a yeah. team that is. Yeah, it's packed with stars, like T20 stars, <laughs> you can call them. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, both the series are, uh, we have enjoyed the cricket. I mean, uh, it's good to watch international cricket after uh, a while. Um, but... As much as we enjoyed these two, let's jump into the ODI series uh, that India is playing at Australia. So, so the games have been happening in the night time for me because uh, of the time zones. So uh-huh. I have caught up live action and then I've caught up highlights, right? Uh, but it seems like uh, both the games have been very similar. Like, uh, if you see, in both the games, Australia scored more than 370 runs, right? Batting first. And then India went on to score more than 300 runs, but not enough. So it felt very similar to me. Okay, so where do we start? Maybe India's bowling would be a good point to start. I mean, aren't we supposed to be the best bowling unit right now? Coming off IPL and... We are, we are supposed to be. Uh, see, the problem, I think, is um, India is having a hangover of T20s. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it is. IPL. They have not come out of the IPL mindset. They are still uh, mm-hmm. playing with the IPL mindset. And uh, that is definitely not working out. Uh, that needs to change. At least in the first ODI, it was purely that way. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, uh, mature players like Kohli and... You know, uh, who was the other one? Uh, it was Mayank, I think. Yeah, Mayank Agarwal as well. Will not play such abysmal shots after having such a brilliant start to the innings. I mean, we were 50 for no loss. In, in five four overs. Can four you imagine overs, yeah. that? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I mean, that was unrealistic. And then you, uh, you know, just throw away wickets. And uh, Yeah, you need to graft your innings as well, right? I mean, it's I don't a know what it's, I don't know what exactly Kohli was thinking that day. Uh, today, of course, I didn't watch the match completely, but uh, I was actually hoping that we will fight back because mm-hmm. uh, at one point of time, Kohli was going okay. I would not say uh, decent by his standards, but he was going okay. I felt maybe they can stretch it to maybe the 46th or 47th over. But then, uh, same same story. Yeah, I I just uh, feel course, like Kohli's wicket today was uh, I mean the catch was a brilliant one. You can't really discount him for that. It was um, you know it's just that the bad day that <laughs> the catch actually gets pulled up. Yeah, but before we get into the batting, I mean how often have teams chased down 380 and 370 plus scores? Like yeah, very rarely. Very rarely, right? Uh, I think the last time that we saw such a huge score being chased, that was the infamous 400 game between Australia mm-hmm. and South Africa. So yeah, that yeah. was that was where I, I mean, and you imagine it is uh, when Ricky Ponting was captain. So just yeah. imagine how many years oh. we have gone down memory lane. Exactly. So it's safe to say that it doesn't happen often. So. To have it happen like within three days, like twice, is uh, yeah, and that is really 
It's surprising, yeah. So uh, one thing I've noticed is after IPL, I think most of the international players that play in the IPL look to be in prime form, whereas the Indian players kind of dip in their form. Like if you see Steve Smith, uh, Glenn Maxwell. Glenn Maxwell has scored um, the same amount of runs in two ODIs as he has scored in the entire IPL, <laughs> playing half the deliveries. So in 60 deliveries, he has scored 108 runs in this ODI. He has scored the same amount of runs fact, and more. The, in fact, the Kings 11 uh, Twitter handle actually posted uh, something in the, the first match. <laughs> it's great to see Maxwell play a game with a sad smile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Steve Smith. That was a bit of bittersweet for them. <laughs> yeah, like same with Steve Smith. Steve Smith hasn't been doing that great in IPL at all. And here he's scoring hundreds of 60 balls. In both the ODIs, he's really like slaughtered the bowling, like hitting sixes at will. And these are not small grounds. Sydney is pretty big ground. Um, yeah. So it, it's it, Aaron Finch again. He hasn't done great for RCB, but here we go. He he's playing. He scored a hundred in the first one, scored more than fifty in the second. So I don't know. I mean, it feels like. Uh, but let me tell you, okay, since we are talking about this, I, I just feel like India has some issue in the backroom stuff. There is some issues with the team selection. Like they're never clear on which, like if you see Shami, Bumrah and Saini, I see these three bowlers very similar. I know Bumrah is different, but they're not swing bowlers. They're not ones that, you know, they bowl at 125, 130 and, you know, swing like we yeah, had. I- even I would even I would agree on that because uh, when I saw the team for the mm-hmm. ODI uh, series, I mm-hmm. was a little surprised because the fast bowling unit that they have, it is not some it is not a world beating fast fast bowling unit by any means. There's no variety. So you have Bumrah, you have Natarajan, you have I mean Natarajan came in as a replacement uh, because uh, Navdeep Saini was supposedly injured with a back spasm, which has suddenly disappeared on the first match even. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, very very confusing on that aspect as well. How did he suddenly recover from a back spasm? Um, from overnight. For a fast bowler, which is quite important. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a very dangerous injury for a fast bowler. So really surprising on that. Uh, Shardul Thakur, I do not know what has he done to actually uh, get a call up for the ODI team. That is something that I was uh, thinking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his performances in IPL weren't exactly. Uh, you know, uh, does not warrant a call to the Indian ODI team. In that case, I would actually say maybe Siraj would have done better given his performances. And hasn't he been selected for one of the squads? For the, for... ODI, for the, uh, for the test series. I mean, right. it's, so... it's, a little, it's a little weird. I mean, they have selected players for the test series based on IPL. <laughs> I mean, how is that even relevant? I don't really know because... Uh, see, yeah, bang on. When you, are, when you are... Okay, I'll give the best example. When you are selecting... So, this rule of applying... Uh, of taking IPL in consideration for test series selection applies to only certain departments, not to the others. Because in that case, you should have chosen Yuzvendra Chahal in the test series. But Kuldeep Yadav is actually still having the place. Yeah, and uh, if you see, Saini had a very bad IPL, and last time I checked, IPL is a limited over tournament, and Navdeep yeah. Saini has a had a very ordinary IPL, 
and Umesh Yadav, I don't know how many matches he played in the IPL. He hasn't. And he has, and he's in the test team. I mean, okay, test <laughs> is a different ball game altogether. I totally understand, but I hmm. don't really understand the, you know, the thought process behind these selections. I, I'm getting a bad feeling about the test series now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The performance because the team looks all the bowling, the fast bowling looks almost the same. You have yeah, Siraj, you don't have the uh, figurehead Ishan Sharma, and mm-hmm. I should call him a figurehead because he's clearly he the is, leader of is, the pace yeah. bowling attack in the test. He is. Mm-hmm. Definitely so, he is. Uh, okay, you may have Ashwin, who's done, I would say, reasonably well in the IPL, and Jadeja as well, but then uh, Jadeja sometimes doesn't even get to play if Hanuma Vihari is playing. I mean, the test series is actually gaining uh, a lot of precedence now because Really surprising how the team has been selected. Yeah, the team uh, selection is very confusing to me. I mean, why would you like, uh, like you said, right? Why would you pick Siraj for test side and not have him in the ODI? And then why did you pick Saini based on what and Shardul Thakur based on if you're not going to play him at all? And then you brought up Natarajan as a, you know, panic replacement backup. for or backup yeah. for Saini and you play Saini both the games. So looks like yeah. you didn't need to bring Natarajan so and I remember India always having a swing bowler at the start you know like a Zaire Khan or a you know Irfan Patan or let's say Bhuvaneshwar Kumar he's injured so nothing can be done there Uh, but uh, even Praveen Kumar right he he was very effective when he was but right now I feel like when Bumrah, Shami and Saini bowl it's almost the same sort of bowling you know they're bowling at 140 plus they're not swinging the way they're hitting the deck hard and they're trying to you know like get movement of the pitch there's no one because the, this game was very windy you know it was so windy i think it was 45 50 kilometer an hour a good swing bowler would have definitely troubled finch uh, in, in those conditions i just feel like there's no variety in the space attack uh, and I, there's a difference between dhoni and kohli i've seen dhoni rely more on slower bowlers he always made sure he had enough slower, you know, whether they're seamers yeah. or spinners and, True. you know, bits and pieces. Whereas Kohli, I think, has a philosophy of out-and-out pace, uh, which is not bad. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, which some... is not bad, but then it, it is like, you know, the horses for courses kind of situation. This is not the, this is yeah. probably not the best place to go with this strategy. Yeah, they exactly. Need, they need a little mm-hmm. more spin. Yeah. And uh, actually speaking, personally speaking, I would say... Yuzvendra Jal has not done too good no. to actually replace Kuldeep Yadav in the ODI team. I don't think so. Well, Chahal's performed very well in the IPL, so it's kind of a uh, risk there like to drop him from any team for India. But no, ODI, see, honestly speaking, I don't think he has done enough to replace Kuldeep in the ODI team. He can be in the ODI team, but I don't think Kuldeep has done anything wrong to be removed from the ODI team. He should be playing because uh, his record against Australia is extremely mm. good in ODIs. Let's not forget. I'm not talking about mm. T20s or T20s. I think the kind of mindset that the players play with, he's kind of been found out over there. But ODI, Kuldeep still has, I would say, a little more than uh, Chahal even now. Yeah, and I I'm don't actually understand. I'm surprised that um, I, I'm hoping and expecting that for the third ODI, at least they will look into Kuldeep for the. Uh, for the uh, spin bowlers 
Yeah, and one thing I don't understand is I said this for the KKR team as well. Like, why have Kuldeep on the bench and not then? You should have never selected Kuldeep in the first place because it's only three ODIs, right? So if you're not gonna, the series is almost over. Then you should have selected someone else who will gain that experience of traveling to Australia with the first team. Maybe a youngster like a Bishnoi or someone. You know, if you're not really gonna play your uh, other spinner like Kuldeep, you can call him experienced now. because he has played in world cups he has played you know fair, fair amount of cricket for the last 5 years so if you're not really going to play him in the 11 there's no place for him then give that experience to a youngster who can, who can be groomed for the future like uh, i can think of uh, bishnoi or you know like uh, i don't know there are other spinners who who can gain that experience traveling to australia at least bowl in the nets you know like we say right so uh, i don't understand this selection at all i would play both Chahal and Kuldeep in these long boundaries with Australian batsmen. Technically, I would do the same. Yeah. And actually speaking, my choice for uh, you know if I were to choose the team for the next ODI, uh, I would definitely replace Sani with Kuldeep. It's at Canberra. Canberra. I don't recall the last match that India played or uh, even Australia played for that matter. So I cannot really judge on the. Canberra is probably a smaller ground than Sydney. Yeah, it's a smaller ground, but the pitch condition. See, usually, uh, the the way Australian pitches used to be was Perth used to be the you know with the high bounce. Perth was mm-hmm. always the um, yeah yeah that absolutely. faster bowlers would prefer. Sydney will offer some assistance to spin. Uh, Melbourne was the out and out batting track. So this is how the trends usually was. But again, with uh years going by and uh, you know the kind of uh, the kind of stadium the kind of pitches that are being made it is definitely changing but uh, manuka oval i am not really sure how that's going to play out but yeah i think india will have to just go with the flow that's the only option if, for them right now and even kuldeep comes for uh saini you can easily play because you have shardol you can play him for uh, jadeja like bishartul is a uh, you know like a, he's a tail ender but a you know handy tail ender uh, he does score he probably will swing the ball more than the other bowlers so that yeah. gives you a full five bowler proper coverage and then you use uh, uh, what's his name hartik for any cover so i don't know i mean i think i think right now india is struggling with the all rounder situation because Uh, it looks yeah. like it's very few all-rounders right now. Yes, and Hardik is not bowling. Just having so. Hardik and Jadeja is not enough. We need a few more, uh, you know, all-rounders. Uh, honestly, I don't think that answer is going to be uh, Washington Sundar because he's the first name that comes <laughs> to anyone's mind. I'm pretty sure. Nor is it going to be uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin. Uh, no. We need a we need a fast bowling all-rounder. I mean. Uh, something of a you know a mini Ben Stokes like something like that. I think that's why Vijay Shankar. Because... Sorry. Sorry, I think that's why Vijay Shankar was selected for the 2019 World Cup instead of Raidu. Yeah, Vijay Shankar was uh, brought in with that idea. Yeah, um, but, but again, it's not about it didn't work out. It's like they were confused as to what to do with him. <laughs> that is the problem. That's what I'm noticing with Kohli. He's he's very confused. when it comes to uh, team selections and uh, see i i don't deny uh, bumra playing in his first series for which he was called up all of a sudden out of the blue that was a good mm-hmm. move no doubt but 
Kohli, I think, is beginning to believe that every, uh, you know, he can pull a rabbit out of the hat just like Dhoni used to. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to work because I don't think Kohli is that kind of a captain. Uh, so I don't think he has that kind of resources. Wait, so are we saying after all this, we have figured out the problem? The problem is Kohli and his captaincy. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is a good question because that is something that is becoming a raging debate now. So uh, yeah, so I think not a, when not a bad question to ask, to be honest. When we can follow, why are we following the RCB template when we can follow the Mumbai Indian template? Like exactly. we have. We and have once again, this is something <laughs> that I would like to point out. I mean, Sandy didn't exactly have a very good first match, but no, why did you have to play him in the second match as well? No clue. And when he doesn't need to make changes, he does so many changes, Kohli and Shastri. Like, they make changes for fun. And when you really need to change your team, there's only three games. Don't forget, this is not a five-game ODI series. This is yeah, in three games. A, so the series is gone already. It's gone already. And so. I'm what are you waiting for? Feeling now. I'm actually getting a feeling. The Australian press and I think the Australian team also wrote very uh, vigorously after the last series that uh, India won. Mm-hmm. That they won because we were a depleted side. Well, it's proving to be. I think we be. are about to prove them right. Yeah, is we we are proving them because see Smith was missing and this uh, series already Smith, Smith has scored two hundreds. Warner was missing. No, no, Smith uh, has already scored two hundreds. This uh, they they played two games. He has scored two uh, hundreds. So it goes to show that yeah, if Smith wasn't there last time, that's why he won. And Warner same goes with him as well. Yeah. So I think when we are uh, we need to buckle up uh, big time. If uh, well the ODIs have gone. Uh, now I'm not even sure what the T20 team is because who comes in, who goes out because we have made complete uh, you know because in my opinion I think we are already looking at the T20 team yeah we are because this series is gone right and why would you not open with KL Rahul I mean he's been the opener since uh, I don't know forever I, I can't even remember him playing no, why is he playing in middle KL order KL Rahul is a good point but then uh, you don't have a place for Shikhar Dhawan otherwise no, why the... Okay, come on. Dhawan is the only guy who's playing. Are you kidding? So, Mayank Agarwal. Mayank Agarwal doesn't get so easy in to a team just because Rohit Sharma's not there. What about Manish Pandey? Manish Pandey has done well for India. If you don't give the guy a consistent run even now, it's unfair. Manish Pandey yeah. is a proper yeah. middle-order batsman who's sitting outside. Why can't he slot into a middle-order place whereas KL Rahul could bat top with uh, Dhawan? This is, should be yeah, a, a, a actually. I, I would I, I wouldn't disagree. Uh, I don't think he has done too much to actually justify your opening slot in the ODI. Exactly, program. exactly. Uh, how can you give him Indian opening slot for this national team just based on a few IPL performances? I am not saying he hasn't performed well. He's probably done well for India even in the Test matches, right? But that also doesn't mean he gets an easy in right away when you have KL Rahul as an option there. And you have Manish Pandey, who has done very well for India in middle order. And he's a good fielder as well. So that what that, that does is it takes away the confidence from Manish Pandey. And this is what the Kohli captaincy is doing to the team. So next time when Manish Pandey is picked for the third ODI, he will think, okay, if I don't score here, I might be out of the team forever. He's going to play for himself in the third ODI when he's picked. 
and this is how you create you know uh, doubts in people's mind in a, in a player's mind and they start playing for their positions yeah i, I, just, I think it's become a little uh, i think uh, again uh, i i know many people may not agree uh, kohli i'm just getting a feeling that um, he's losing he's losing track of the sight of the end huh. victory Yeah and uh, yeah it 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 feels like uh, not uh, I I don't I don't like to blame just the captain because see at the end of the day the captain is at go- as good as the team sometimes right and most of the time yeah but yeah. you also have to point questions uh, to the backroom staff like the coach uh, Ravi Shastri the team selector who selects the team um, these questions have to be asked like even beyond Kohli as well like if Kohli is not a good captain then why have the selectors yeah. pursued with him because at the end of the day kohli is not bcci and he's not the he's a player who has been given the responsibility and has been continued to you know uh, be given those responsibilities yeah. now if the selectors decide like this is not for uh, working then it's their call so i don't know i mean even the rohit sharma injury situation right rohit sharma is saying i uh, i'm fit i can play uh i can go and train with the team in australia and then kohli came out in the press conference and said i had no clue about his fitness he played in the ipl uh but they said he's unfit i so that I, yeah is, that is actually a very that is actually a very controversial topic that's going on right? yeah right so that there, now you know these these kind of situations is now giving you know a wind to the you know if there is a fire or not that thing all things are not right between kohli and rohit Yeah, because it's usually if, been there for almost I think every uh, captain vice captain pair in the Indian team. I think even Dravid and Ganguly had, I mean, so called issues that were yeah. reported by the police. Yeah, yeah, they had during the Greg Chappell era when Dravid became the captain and he was not in the team and all that. But this one here, I think, is a bit different because Kohli is still the captain. Rohit is your player at the end of the day. Why are you waiting for BCCI's letter? Why can't you just give him a call or a text and say hey what is your condition what is going on are you going are you going to yeah. play are you fit to play what's happening and it's not like you don't have his phone number or anything I mean, yeah I it's not think, like that yeah i don't think covid has prevented you from picking up your phone <laughs> it it felt very strange like it's uh, he's your teammate and uh, the vice captain for the team and you have no communication with him you're waiting for Uh, so kohli said uh, bcci has given me just one letter so basically practically you're saying you're waiting for bcci to tell you his condition uh, which is okay i guess but we all know like you guys have each other's numbers and you should have that communication um, because if you don't then that's a problem i don't know i don't know i'm just getting i'm just getting a different intonation from this that um, maybe it is actually that um, Kohli is just trying to, uh, you know, dissuade any kind of uh, rumors that the press is reporting. One, and also possibly there actually might be something that is not right in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, also it- possible. See, because otherwise the chain of events are very strange. I mean, the day the Australian team were the team for the Australian tour was announced, mm-hmm. Mumbai Indians will put out a video of Kohli practicing in the practice nets. Yeah, yeah, Why exactly. Why on the same day? I mean, and then he goes on to play, and let's not forget, he had a very patchy return against Sunrisers, 
and mm. then he came and practically blew apart delhi in the final yeah and uh, not just that uh, the whole situation like you said since the ipl and this mumbai indian tweet and all that it's been a strange one it's something that we have not seen uh, before uh, so much confusion over a player being fit or not fit it should be much more if he's not fit he's not fit he doesn't play if he's fit then yeah he gets to train or he have whatever you call it Right. Then, then then he gets it's as simple as that. I mean, yeah, it should be simple. Yeah, I mean, Kohli should come out and say, hey, I I had a chat with Rohit, and I know BCCI said this, but uh, he is on his way to recovery, and hopefully he'll be fit for. Exactly, exactly. Take me back. This actually takes me back to the 2019-20 World Cup. I don't know if you recall this, that very ugly press conference that was done by the Indian team to dissuade any kind of you know division in the team between Sehwag and Dhoni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, that was, so that was uh, one of the most ugliest press conferences that I had. <laughs> the whole team I came out or something. Was it? Sorry? The whole team came out and. Uh, yeah, the said, whole team came out saying we are united. We are behind. <laughs> it was so pathetic. I mean, come on. It was so uh, apparent that obviously there were some issues. Yeah, and Sehwag never played after that. So. Uh, I think he retired. And I think Sehwag never came back. Uh, I mean, 2011 was a different case, but otherwise, after that, I think Sehwag didn't exactly make a proper return. But anyway, that's a different story altogether. Yeah, I'll yeah. Go down there. But right yeah. now, uh, the Rohit Kohli saga is a little interesting. Again, I'm pretty sure Kohli is not very happy with the points that are made up in the that are being made up by many cricket statisticians that. Maybe mm-hmm. for the old, for the T20 team, it should be Rohit leading the team. Mm-hmm. No, 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 for sure. I, it should, I, be, it should be a valid point because see, I, I know many people are actually defending, saying that what has Kohli done wrong for the for losing the T20 captaincy. My point to them is, what has Kohli done right for the T20 team? Yeah, and it's not just T20 or ODI. I just feel like his leadership style. is not working and maybe there's yeah. too much workload on him like if you see most of the sides the the ones who are winning tournaments like england they have separate leaders like joe root is the test match captain but he doesn't involve himself in the white ball uh, captaincy that is for morgan and same way yeah, morgan and white ball and let's not forget white ball now the vice captain is also not root the vice yeah, captain yeah he's not Stoke. Yeah, Ben Stokes exactly. So there's nothing wrong in it because you know I would still keep Kohli as the Test match captain because I feel in Test matches he's very uh, his captaincy style suits uh, India sometimes because he's very aggressive. He he actually is passionate about Test match cricket, which a yes. lot of people are not nowadays. So uh, in Test matches I'm perfectly fine with Kohli, but I just feel like the white ball cricket captaincy should go to Rohit Sharma at this point. and it's going to help them eventually i mean anyway they are the two most senior uh, members of the side yeah. and the youngsters look up to them either way because rohit was the vice captain yeah. so i think and not it, only that now the vice new vice captain has also changed now it is kl rahul yeah so yeah it just uh, so who's the vice captain for the test matches ajinkya rane right I I don't agree Kohli with that leaves, either. I don't agree uh, with that either. Once Kohli leaves and uh, once Rahane takes over, who'd be uh, in case if Rahane is not playing too well, if he needs to be replaced, 
who's mm-hmm. going to lead the team that's also yeah, something see, that's a big question actually these are decisions like i said you know with the morgan captaincy for kkr these are decisions which set you up for failure you know like i'm not saying rane is a bad uh, captain or anything i'm just saying like rane should first focus on his batting right now and yeah. you know prove himself as a because uh, he has been in the circuit for what now 8 years and he's still more not than more than that, more than that. and he's not an, yeah. he's still not established himself as a proper you know like a player in the team so yeah. how can you give him the captaincy then no the like, test the test part i would not totally disagree because see uh, especially in uh, away tests rahane's record has been quite good he is one of the most dependable players in the test team outside of india along with uh, chetishwar okay. pujara so okay. uh, technically that way i don't have a problem with rahane leading the team but given the circumstances the team is in because first you don't have the pace spearhead then mm-hmm. in my opinion you have a depleted pace attack uh you don't have uh, kohli after the first uh, test test mm-hmm. you don't have rohit for the first two tests i don't uh, think rohit will be available at a, all it's a bit of a shamble right now from what i see <laughs> a bit of yeah, a shamble right now. yeah and this also says like we don't have we haven't groomed too many leaders either like if you see yeah. like our options are very uh, limited limited yeah right so in that way that's also weird uh, situation because before i remember like if you make dravid the captain or you made even kumle became the captain it was a smooth transition it never felt like you know we had to change so many things no, or it dra- see uh, if you talk about dravid's transition sorry i cannot agree on that because that was a forced transition yeah that, that team was... shouldn't not have gone to dravid at all that's true that's true it should not have gone to dravid at all just because of the stupid uh, you know <laughs> match overrate issue because of which ganguly got banned and then this genius came in called mm-hmm. uh, chapel or chappal or hawaii chappal whatever and then uh, yeah things all went we all know the entire yeah story. yeah was, dravid wasn't a good was captain supposed to happen it was out of luck i would say good luck for him uh, even though he has yeah. good no just be 2 minutes on no, this no, of course he, even... he as a player as a as a human being without a doubt he is one of the best human beings to ever touch a cricket bat in mm-hmm. the world no doubt not no. one of that i think he is he is the he is yeah, the yeah. greatest person to have touched a cricket ball but uh, as a captain again see um, if you look back at that dravid wasn't exactly a successful captain not as successful as a player that he was Yeah. Same goes for Sachin as well, and let's not forget the one player in the current team who's been compared to Sachin. Usually, there's a direct comparison between them. Now, if you look at the trend, mm-hmm. Kohli as a player is far better than Kohli as a captain. Right. And yeah. That is, I think, something that is also stemming in because. uh see right now the indian team is once again going through a bit of a mini transition there are a lot of youngsters coming in the number of experienced players have kind of gone away you don't have too much experience in the team and maybe there are a few players who are above 30 so yeah the experienced players are just about uh, what maybe shikhar dhawan uh, right now virat kohli and uh, kl rahul to an extent even kl so, is young let's not forget i mean he's not in the team right now right yeah yeah he's not in the team not in the team right this mohammad yeah. shami might be one more kuldeep can be called out 
and uh, yeah bumrah can be called out kuldeep bumrah and uh, shami and to an extent chahal as well but otherwise you the crux of the middle order is actually getting st- they're still getting groomed yeah shreya sayar is new i would have to call him new because uh, he is new yeah so yeah so many series for him he is new manish yeah. pandey has been in and out of the team i mean he's not exactly new but then he's not got the consistent run that we are talking about the long run the long rope he's True. not got that yet and again to to no fault of his that's the worst part no no absolutely so, i agree i agree it's it's it looks like indian cricket is right now in a kind of a transition phase like you said but you know what again like this t20 world cup happening in india i think the next one is in india if i'm not mistaken t20 world cup yes yes t20 so, world cup and the odi world cup Both and the, the odi cups are in india next okay so then that gives us a good chance we are to... in actually we are actually in a deep trouble right now i would say maybe it's a little too uh, early to call it trouble but then i would not call this a team that is ready for hosting a world cup in a few months time yeah and mark my words india will not have a very easy time even in home conditions with this kind of a mindset i am not saying that rohit should be given the captaincy right away but then at least try him out this australia series would have been the best option best. Mm. to try him out as a t20 captain yes absolutely i agree to that and uh, if kohli it's, it's 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 simple logic captaining a squad of not only international players but also homegrown uh mm-hmm. sometimes even unknown players is much more complicated than actually captaining a squad of the best indian players available yeah but i also agree like there's a feeling like it will take away from kohli take away no it doesn't it's just the captaincy he's still the great kohli that he is he's a great kohli player kohli is not going to lose a spot in the team no yeah no nothing is taken away from him <laughs> nobody is mad to do that Yeah. I mean, and you can, you can maybe still talk about dropping Shikhar Dhawan after two, three matches of bad performance, but Kohli will not face that axe. Impossible. Yeah, and you have to be a team player, also, right? I mean, you you should be able to play under someone else's captaincy as well. And I feel like uh, with Kohli, I think he has rarely done that because he was the under 18 or under 19 team captain for India. and then when he came into india team obviously dhoni no one's going to question him because he's a established captain and then he has taken over he knew he was always going to take over this team so i don't think he has had the chance to play under a captain who's younger than him or his own uh, age yeah. or in peer yeah rather so i think i don't know if that's an issue but yeah anyway i think uh, the odi series is gone so um, See, what your typically i would say in that case that that was the same case with even dhoni as well but the differing but, factor between dhoni yeah even dhoni was not uh, i mean yeah many people will not accept it but then as soon as he realized that kohli is probably becoming a more established captain he gave mm-hmm. over the test captaincy and retired in yeah. my opinion india actually needed dhoni as a wicketkeeper yeah not just that dhoni produced those results so no one really saw. that's so, the point i mean that that's, that's exactly the, the big point. difference right actually have the results to boast of yeah which kohli doesn't have exactly dhoni kohli took is, that team and kohli's he produced the results victory, kohli's best victory is still called as the border gavaskar trophy 
when australia were a depleted squad you Mark know what words, they were a depleted squad so rohit sharma in limited overs have more trophies for india than uh, kohli he has won the nidhas trophy and the asia cup yeah as the captain of india Absolutely. whereas uh, kohli hasn't won yeah, any kohli icc also, i think one uh, kohli has also won the uh, i think the asia cup if i'm not wrong no asia cup never i don't think kohli has ever won asia cup really it was rohit that time who was the captain uh, because he was injured uh, i think it happened in bangladesh or somewhere or sri lanka no 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 kohli played that series i recall that very clearly because i think dhoni finished the match off uh, with a couple of sixes and you know no, not not under crying. dhoni's captaincy not under dhoni's captaincy we won an asia cup under rohit's captaincy that was the one in uae what you're talking about but i'm talking okay. about the one in bangladesh bangladesh it was not rohit who was the guy i think it was kohli who was the captain okay maybe um kohli or dhoni i not... recall both of them being at the crease when this match got over but i don't recall who the captain was i think it was uh, no 2018 i think 2018 was already rohit so i think that would have been kohli Okay, has Dhoni played That's under Kohli uh, in only limited overs with Kohli being the captain? He probably has, yeah. Dhoni has actually played, yeah. 2019 World Cup, played, yeah. yeah. The 2019 yeah, World Cup course. is the best example. Of course, yeah. Okay, but uh, I don't know. I I've read the stat. Uh, no, Nidhas. Uh, yeah, 20. Uh, yeah, 20. Uh, 16 Asia Cup. It was uh, Dhoni who was the captain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, not Kohli. Yeah, exactly. That was. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, and 2018, Kohli was not even in the team. Rohit yeah. was the captain, and Dhoni played under him. That's the one I was referring to, where Rohit was the captain for India, and we won the Asia Cup. And I know Dhoni has done it. Under Kohli, we have not won anything. So questions will be asked because you brought up Dhoni, and uh, that's why I'm just going there. Uh, like, why it never occurred with Dhoni as the captain because he produced those results, right? and now why people are asking for rohit because he has also produced results when he has captained in the limited time that he has been the captain uh, or got the opportunity and don't forget this indian team is uh, known to be the best team in the world right now it's not like you know those eras where australia were the most dominating team or even before that west indies were the most dominating team in today's world cricket india is considered the most dominating team now whether they are like that team or not that's a different story that's a different but, question yeah yeah but they are considered with the you know ipl cricket and all these superstars yeah, exactly. exactly. their bowling i mean i wouldn't imagine a prime australian team to concede 380 runs in two games back to back that is something uh, we need to look at uh, and if it starts with the captain then it starts with him right uh, yeah. i can think of one i can think of one uh, former indian player who would be so happy with the discussion that we are having right now and that is gautam gambhir <laughs> oh yes i mean gambhir <laughs> gambhir okay. was practically yelling is yelling for kohli <laughs> to be replaced with rohit <laughs> okay i feel gambhir is now getting extreme like every show he goes into i think it's with espn um he has bashed literally uh, but i don't i don't disagree with 
his viewpoint because he does back it up with actually, stats. Actually, yeah. I mean, see, technically speaking, yeah. And many people actually say that, oh, what have you done uh, that to abuse Kohli and all of that. Yeah. My simple answer, friends, he has won two IPLs. Yeah, How many I guess. Has Kohli won? Yeah, yeah. is a better captain than Kohli. I've said this before. Uh, hands down. Hands down. Hands yeah. Down. He has... He has a very good leadership skill and uh, his captaincy is top-notch. Top-notch. But I actually hope that he returns to KKR in, in a coaching format. No, he forget do... KKR. No, no. For, forget KKR. What about in India? I mean, the World Cup final, yeah. both the finals, Gambhir was your top scorer. So, when Sachin Sehwag both got out, if Gambhir hadn't scored 97 runs, I mean, India were... uh, All the Dhoni fanatics feel that it was Dhoni who won the World Cup for India. No, no, Dhoni played well. Dhoni scored 91 of 75 balls or whatever. Dhoni played well. But when you. Dhoni played well, no doubt. But nobody remembers that without that extra 97 runs, Dhoni would have to score another 90 runs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And let's not forget, in the T20 World Cup as well, half of the team's runs were scored by Gambhir. Yeah, yeah. He scored more than 70. Dhoni scored, I think, a single digit figure, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Anyways, but that's a different discussion altogether. I don't want to go there because uh, I don't want to aggravate any uh, blind Dhoni fans, most of whom are actually blind. But anyways, that's a different topic altogether. Uh, Gambhir definitely would make a better uh, coach and uh, statistician for the Indian team and for KKR for sure. Um, Hoping that the KKR management has some sense and brings him in. Anyways, but that's a different topic altogether. Right now, I think we are not in a good space. Third ODI, I honestly, third ODI, now now that the series is done, mm-hmm. I would say do a mass overhaul of more, most of the, give the new players a chance. I was going to ask you the same thing. So I was just going to end our conversation by asking you, okay, what are the changes you're going to do in the third ODI? Like quickly. If, if you give me the, uh, if I am, let's say, Kohli, first yeah. thing is, uh, I know, Shreya Sayer hasn't done too much wrong to actually get mm-hmm. uh, dropped but then just for the fact that maybe you can give a, a bit of a chance mm-hmm. Manish Pandey instead of Shreya Sayer for sure okay Shubman Gill instead of uh, Mayank Agarwal okay and uh, Samju Sansom uh, can come in in place of maybe uh, KL Rahul that's that's a big call oh. I, I know wow. that's a big call definitely mm. Chahal instead of Saini or Chahal, uh, sorry Kuldeep instead of Saini or Chahal Right, and, Kuldeep plays. Uh, Saini will definitely, I don't think Saini deserves to play the last ODI for sure. You mm-hmm. definitely should try out Shardul or Natarajan. Otherwise, it's absolutely pointless having them in the squad. And not only, the, the irony of the fact is that Saini is supposedly having a back spasm. <laughs> which yeah. has miraculously yeah, cured without any intervention, without any medical support, without any rest. He's playing two matches in three days. Without any issues, mm-hmm. considering runs left, right, left, and center. No, you're right. I mean, uh, that's a good call. I, I wouldn't drop too many batsmen uh, from that list. I think. Yeah, uh, if... As I said, it is just for the sake of giving competitive match time. That's no, no, I'm absolutely. Saying. I would actually drop Dhawan. And not when I say drop, I don't mean drop. I will rest him rather. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's a pointless game. I, no game is pointless, but I think I could see Samsung and Gil play. Uh, because they're going to be the future of the Indian team. And if I've carried them all the way to Australia, I might as well use them in a game that doesn't mean much. So I would drop... Drop Mayank for sure. Mayank, I think, can definitely be dropped as well as Shreyas. For the, Shreyas also can be rested because he's going to play... He's definitely going to play the T20s. 
So yeah. uh, you could probably drop these two players. Yeah, I would uh, like I said, like I would drop Dhawan and take uh, bring in Sanju Samson, one change for sure, and make him keep the wickets instead of uh, Rahul, uh, play him up top, and then like you said, yeah, maybe bring in Pandey instead of Shreyas Iyer. But bowling, I think, needs to change quite a bit. Uh, I think I will actually drop Bumrah and play Natarajan instead of him, and then oh, I will. That's a bit Yeah, yeah, I'll just. Yeah, I'll have to rest him because he hasn't picked up any wickets in uh, two ODI games. And yeah, he's... not only that, he's going to play in all the three spots. Exactly. He'll play the T20. He'll be in the test. I don't want him to load too much. Already he's looking out of form. So let him sit out and... Uh, yeah, it's uh, you like know, a different Bumrah has recovered. landed in uh, Australia right now. Yeah, absolutely. And when I, you have the resources, when you have Shardul and uh, Natarajan, so they come yeah. in straight. Uh, yeah, come in for uh, Saini and... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bumrah. Bumrah. And I'll play uh, Kuldeep instead of Jadeja because Shardul can bat a bit. Uh, so, looks like batting is not our problem uh, at this point. Batting, I don't think is our problem. Batting yeah, because we are scoring 300 batting, runs. I mean, 340 runs is not see, low. Basically, right? basically, where we are losing the match is the scoreboard pressure. Simple scoreboard pressure, our bowling is giving too many runs. So, I... I will make most of the changes there. So then you have a left-arm pacer, you have a swing bowler at the top, you have two spinners, you have a variety to choose from. And I think, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, but unfortunately, we are not Virat Kohli, so and we are not yeah. to spring a surprise. Yeah, he'll probably play an un- unchanged squad and say uh, we want to keep it. Uh, want to give a long range. Yeah, a long, yeah. Comfortable. Yeah. I don't think any player is actually playing with the mentality to lose. No, exactly. Yeah, they're not. Everyone wants to win. Maybe the yeah. supporting factors don't exist to allow them to win. That's a different yeah. story. But then yeah. nobody is playing to lose. They're all trying to win the team. Uh, I mean, win the match, especially for their country. Not only that. Yeah. Let's not yeah. forget. So. Yeah. And Virat Kohli is walking in that field with a plan to win. The the other thing of that is it's not working. That's a different story. <laughs> but he is walking uh, in there and every player. So let's never doubt that. And uh, uh, okay, so with that, I think uh, we have come to the end of this episode. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, stay tuned because this let's is going to be a long. Let's hope for the last match to be. Yeah, let's hope for the last match to be a little relief. For yeah, the and when are the T20s starting? Needed. That is pretty clear. Do you know when the T20 start? I think it's fairly soon, right after. Uh, the T20 is just around the corner. It is basically uh, next Sunday, so one week. No, in fact, oh. Friday. The coming Friday is the first T20. That in fact, by the time we have our next episode, the second T20 will be over. Okay, so <laughs> so here we go. Then we'll know uh, who's the T20 uh, series winner as well in that. Uh, space. Let's hope not. Let's hope that it is a 1-1 draw that oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Let's hope yeah. like we have a big third game for T20 and a yes. good build up to it. Yeah. yeah At absolutely. least for the T20. But again, let's not, let's let me let me tell you the second and the third T20 is again in Sydney. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too happy with that. Well, I mean, we have one in Sydney before. So I don't yeah, see Sydney Sydney the before, problem. But uh, yeah. going by the way how it is going right now, <laughs> I am really, really scared. And, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So we'll catch you guys next week and uh, stay safe. 
please like share and comment uh, on our episodes and let us know what you want to see and what are the changes you would like to see yes um all feedbacks are welcome and we do need your support to grow this channel we are also uh, active on instagram uh, reach us out on that as well wish you all a good sporting week <laughs>